Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to another episode on the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. For many of us, we have still been teaching virtually, but a lot of us have actually gone back to school. However, a bunch of you have been reaching out to me lately because your schools have decided to go back to virtual learning either after Thanksgiving or Christmas. So what I thought I would do today is talk about five ways that you can get data when teaching virtually because data is the bane of our lives. We have to have data on all the things, especially if we want our students to progress, monitor that, achieve the goals we set and to be able to provide the necessary evidence that we need. And this can be a little difficult when it's virtual, but worry not because I have put together five great ways that you can easily take data when teaching virtually. So number one is one of the easiest ones to do if you have classroom assistants. So ask your assistants to take data during live sessions while you are leading the class. So we like to use Google Apps for this because all my assistants can access the same data sheet and it'll update live while they're all adding information onto it. So I will have a page set up on Google Sheets with information and targets for my assistants to look out for. Each student has a different section and it's really easy for my assistants to click through and find what they need. You can also set it up on things like Google Docs. It tends to work best when you're using an app that your staff are comfortable and confident using because you want them to be able to record data really quickly and easily. You don't want them stressing. So I particularly like using this method because like I said, all my assistants can log on to the same sheet and take data throughout the session. So I used to have it where one assistant was in charge of say two students, then another assistant was in charge of two other students, But we start to encounter some problems, especially if the internet crashed for them, maybe they got called away, something happened, and that meant no data was being recorded on those students for that time. So now I get my assistants to look at all my students and take data as we go through the lesson. So as they record data on the sheet, it updates on all my staff's computers as well. So it's easy to keep up and nobody is doing double the work. Number two, again, use your assistants to lead some sessions and then you can spend this time taking the data that you need. Sometimes the data that we need, it's easier to take ourselves and trying to explain to someone else. And many assistants would love to be in charge of a session, especially if it's a session that they really enjoy or maybe they're really good at. So ask your assistants, find out if they'll be willing to lead a session. Give them some tips or some things that you want them to work on so that you can take the necessary data. Then when they're leading that session, maybe it's on Zoom or whatever program you're using, you can be the one taking down all that relevant data that you need. This is also a great time to take data on your assistants as well and put it towards their performance management if that's something that you do. I find it so much easier to take data as I'm going along through the year rather than have it all build up and then all of a sudden I have to cram all this data taken into like two weeks and then I'm stressed because I've put all that added pressure on myself. So try and take data as you go along. 
Number three, so another great part of using the Zoom platform for my live sessions is the fact that I can send my students and staff to mini breakout rooms. So I can put my students into small groups who are working on similar goals and levels and it's easier for me and my staff to be able to take data more accurately and we can specifically work on those goals with the students in these smaller sessions rather than trying to tailor a whole session to fit every single student's goals. And if you're unsure how to use the breakout rooms on Zoom, head over to the show notes and I'll link it there for you. Number four, this can be a little bit of a difficult one. So you know how I'm always saying about try your best to make sure that you have those positive and successful relationships with your students, parents and families. Well, number four is a huge reason why. So your parents can actually be really helpful when it comes to taking data when you're teaching virtually. So I know this may not be the best option out there, but let's face it, virtual teaching isn't the best option for many of our students, but it's 2020, coronavirus is here, and it's the best option that we have out of what we're given. So first, I'd recommend chatting to parents just to explain the importance of accurate data and why we record it. Then give them a form. Again, it can be something as simple as a Google form or Google Docs and ask them to fill in the information where possible and as accurately as they can. What you'll most likely find is you'll have parents who do this straight away for you. Other parents will need reminding because, let's face it, We all have 101 things going on inside our heads right now and it's so easy to forget things. But you'll also get parents who are really wary and so just reach out and check in with them. This is also another great opportunity to use your assistance. So ask them to keep in touch with parents and family members, check in with them. Do they need any help with taking data? Do they have any questions? And finally, number five is my favorite way to take data virtually, and that's because it makes my life so easy. Boom cards. You all know how much I've come to love boom cards since COVID came about, and our schools started to close. There are so many reasons why I love boom cards that I could probably create a whole podcast episode just on that alone. But today we're focusing on taking data virtually. So the reason that I mentioned boom cards here is because it's really great at tracking data and progress of your students. So there are so many boom cards available and you can make your own as well if you're creative. So you can target students' individual goals. They can complete them on computers, laptops, tablets and they're usually very engaging and interactive so just what my students love. Many also come with verbal and audio descriptions and visuals so many of my students can complete these activities pretty independently which is another bonus but most of all the data that you get from them is just such a time saver and it's great to use for progress monitoring. Boom takes the data automatically while your student is completing the activity then you can look at this under their reports. So you do need a premium account to collect data and to be able to assign these decks to your students. But the premium accounts are actually really, really reasonable. I think they start around $15 per year and Boom actually work with schools as well. So schools can pay this if you don't want to. You'll be able to check how much of the deck your students completed, the time it took them, as well as the percentage that they got correct. 
So I love this because like I say, many of my students can complete these independently. They're engaging, they can be done on a wide variety of devices. They're self-checking and they provide me with all the data that I need. So those are five quick ways that are great for taking data while you're teaching virtually. Head over to the show notes to find helpful links for teaching virtually. And I hope you found today's quick podcast episode helpful. In the show notes, you'll also find a link where you can sign up for a three-day free trial of my VIP membership, where you will get access to hundreds of resources, assessments, visuals, and so much more. For now, stay safe, and I hope your next few weeks are calm, or as calm as we can hope for and enjoyable with holidays upon us to look forward to. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. Mm